No, for real. I like with my network. Um, the idea of the network that I had was if we bounce our own money off of each other, we're gonna make money. We gonna have money for the for ages. Like you know what I'm saying? Because some people, like some cultures, some races, they like the Chinese people. You never see Chinese people work outside Chinese with with their culture. You know the Chinese stores, they work with each other. Like yo, I'm my ten years up. Come down and. Like, I know that, like, you know what I'm saying? And, like, you know, it's just, it's, it gets me frustrated because my mom always taught me to to bring everybody in. My grandma would cook everybody food in the neighborhood just so everybody could be What's together. What's your background? Like, um, your I'm Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. All right, so you Puerto Rican, right? So your grandma, she's first generation? Yeah. So now look, so here goes what I'm going to tell you. This is a misconception. I'm hoping that maybe I could tweak your mindset on this. It's not that black people don't do that. It's not that Puerto Rican, Latinos, Dominican, it's not that we don't do that. Americanized Puerto Rican, black, suburban, poor do that. And that's by design. Dominicans come first generation, they open their business, they stay whatever. Puerto Ricans, I'm Puerto Rican and black. Africans, because Puerto Rico is West Indian, but you know, whatever, but like Jamaicans, they come in because they don't have the American mindset that is given to us by the powers that be. So we are taught in schools to be subservient. Think about it. You can get, you have your son. So you got to give your son this info before he gets into school. Where do kids learn about Blacks being um, less than, uh, rather subservient? And where do they learn about whites being superior? In school. And that's during Black History Month. So the celebration of Black is when they talk about Rosa Parks in the back of the bus, Martin Luther King arrested, this and that. You had to fight for your rights. So instantly, they're being taught that. And how many times do they hear that story? They hear that story in kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade school. Right. So it's not that as a it's not that as a people, we don't. Because I don't like yo, Jews do it like this. Nah, Jews don't do it like that. They are are their culture, whatever they they maintain that. Black and Puerto Rican Americans, like black is only an American thing, right? So because the black culture was created through slavery. Let me expound on that, right? The foods they would eat, the way we drink, that's through slavery. Otherwise, we'd have a nation state. We'd be from wherever. But the culture that we have here is Americanized, American, like uh, Puerto Rican, black, whatever. Remember, that's, that's inbred in us. The police brutality, the stereotypes, and this and that. We get that through pop culture. So that we're brainwashed. So why I'm telling you that is like, it's a part of our curriculum that we're less than. So we act less than, and then it's, it becomes a vicious cycle. So I want you to kind of like lose that mentality. Stop giving white people and stop giving Jewish people credit. Like they're a Chinese, like they're doing more. Everybody does it. We just have this stereotype of us because we're taught that. Nah, you're doing it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that was, that's my goal with this. Like, yo, we go bounce our money off of each other. Like, and we go keep it running, bro, because when we do it like that, our money going to be longer than what 
people perception is right now on Instagram. Oh, I got all this money. All right, I see you in five years. Let's see how it works out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because in five years, we go, we gonna be out of here. We gonna be touching the stars somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I still have my team with me. We all making money. Some people they just want to be the big dogs, but the people around them is yes men. I don't want no yes men around me because if I'm making a bad decision, oh yo, check me, please. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like we need more people to to check us than yes men. And if you try and create a business, I agree, and I think that that goes and like you like your point earlier about having a strong woman, like you. Everything that you do, there's a yin and yang to it. Everything is positive and negative. You got to understand that. But what we have to be receptive as, because right now, who's our target audience, right? Our target audience is entrepreneurs. Our target audience is young people. So the people that we really want to reach, they're not watching this podcast because they're not interested in this at that point. So what we got to do is just make sure that we're empowering the people who are watching this and letting them know, like, yo, you're not the only one who your cousins and your sisters and your family make you feel bad because you're trying to do something they don't believe in you. The goal is to be like, yo, don't feel bad for it. Respect what it is that maybe you're the, you're the 5% and then the 85%. And then get with like-minded people, make it better, and then maybe the next generation would be a little bit better. And that's all you could, that's all you could really do. Like I spent so much time trying to convince people that I was, I, I learned that my energy has to only go to positive things and everything else will come full circle. So it seems like, I, like you said, you're frustrated. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm a little bit older. I'm 38. You said 20, so you had 20, 26, 26. I'm 25. I'm 25. So I remember being like that at 25 and it's inspiring. Like when I was watching your shows and you and your friends and your network of people are talking about what you're going through, I got inspired by that. Because I remember being 25 and I remember like, like your conversation with new, I got a thousand dollars. I remember I used to run around like $20, $30. I would get, I came on $300. I got $300. Like, and, and that, and that was dope. And, and it still is dope now, but I'm not moving for that now because I have a different level of respect for myself. And luckily I'm fortunate enough where I don't have to run for that. It's not a knock if you have to. What you have to understand, like I said, if, if you understand that success is progress, the money that I'm making this year, maybe in three years, I'm like, I'm la- that's laughable. But it's not about the money. It's about everything that you're doing with that. If I made $100 million, I'm not going to buy 30 cars. I know me, I'm not. Right now, and we're in the paper, the local paper, Clean Daily Herald for this. I'm building a community center, my own money. So I didn't say, y'all, I'm going to go get an extra three or four cars. I'm taking that money. I'm building a bookstore, a community space for, so people could do their podcast. I'm giving people access. You're supposed to do better with your money. You're supposed to make the world a better place, make it safer, educate people. You're supposed to give back. So what we got to make sure that we're doing is giving the people who are like us confidence, and then it'll be a trickle effect. How poor you think um, separating yourself from negativity is? Uh, that's all it is. It, like, I'm, I'm the type of person I get motivated off negativity, and everybody hates when I say that, but I move different with that inspiration. Like, right now, if we got into an argument, I'm like, I like that. I like that. Because whatever we're arguing about is going to motivate me 
to be better at what I'm doing or to prove you wrong. It's not going to make me want to fight you. It's, and I'm like, y'all want you to see. No, 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 no. We're going to be friends. I want you to see. I want you to see. So I use that as positive. And maybe that's not negative because I benefit from it. But in terms of just like straight hate and negative, you have to remove yourself from that. Because you everything that goes, birds of a feather flock together. So if you're a hater, if you're a negative person, you're only going to be around negative and hateful people. If you're positive, productive, and you're trying to be about something different, you should only be around that because that's your natural calling. Like ducks don't hang out with lions. And you'll never see it. You know what I'm saying? Like a lion eat a duck. A duck eats whatever else on the food chain. But they're going to be around what they're supposed to be around. And you should be around what you're supposed to be around. If you like books, if you like business, be around that. And I feel like it's it's not a lot of outlets for that. It's not a lot of positivity out here. What well, it is, but you have to search it. You have to look for it. It can't. It's not right in your face. You know, like I try to be that. Like when I go back to the neighborhood, I try to talk to people, but they look at me as like, "Oh, that's still Ricky from the block." Like, reset. Look, look, boom. This is a perfect example. Fear. I try to. I try. Nah, but you're doing. You don't know the conversation you might have had at the bodega. That kid, that might change his life in 10 years. You don't know the seeds that you plant. All you know is that you got good energy. Energy is energy, and energy keeps moving. So when you're going back, you're not trying. You're doing. You don't know who you affect. Just keep doing the right thing, and just keep avoiding the negative. You know what's negative because it don't feel good to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're like, ah, now nah, I'm going to go this way. Then just keep listening to yourself and keep doing what you think is right. As long as you're doing what's right, you do, you, you're living your purpose. So what, you're what advice would you give a teenager or a young adult that they're in the house or in, or in a situation that they can't see past what they're going through right now? Like, oh, my, my, my heat is off, my electric is off, but my mom got to, we got to stay warm. So like I have to do what I have to do. I gotta go. Run, I gotta go run in this crib. I gotta go move this pack, or I just gotta do what I gotta do just to make it. Then you know, let, let's equate that to an older person who's working. There are people right now. There's somebody who's gonna hear this who has a nine to five, and it gets it. They're not in a position yet to do what their true calling is. So do I tell that person, you know, quit your job and go run with it? Nah, be smart. But you got to have a game plan. So like that little kid, I can't tell somebody, yo, you just dead broke. You don't have, you don't feel like you have any other choices. And let's say they go rob somebody. I'm not condoning robbery. I understand the mindset. But if your mentality is, I'm going to rob somebody, I'm going to be professional, I'm going to do keep robbing, then then that's where the problem is. But if you do something, like when I was a little kid, I used to, you know, do whatever. But if it was out of necessity, it was one thing. But if it was out of fun, then that's where it's wrong. And you feel guilty about that. Like, damn, I shouldn't have did this. That little kid, if if that little kid's watching this, that kid's going to be fine. Because look where his mind is already. But just hypothetically, what I'm trying to say is people sometimes do things that they know is wrong and that they don't want to do. If you're in a position right now where you're doing something that you know is wrong or you don't love what you're doing, if you feel like you can't stop, 
then don't stop. But don't be out there selling and get a chain. Don't be out there hustling and get a whip. If you're going to take that money and transition it to something else and then put that down because you're in a hot spot, then do that. And then, and then as you get your blessings, you got to try to make reparations for what you did wrong. If you're, if, you're, if you're in a job right now and you're like, you hate your job, you work for Conrad or whoever, and you like the dopest artist or whatever it is, then make sure that you're not going out on the weekend. Make sure you don't have new kicks. Make sure that all that money is going into your future because you can't do both. You can't, you can't have a job and be amazing at the same time. And I'm going to tell you why. Because if you have a 40-hour work week, you have transition time, you don't get paid for your lunch, so now that becomes a 50-hour work week. How many waking hours do you have? You sleep eight hours, six to eight hours, so 24 to 33% of your life, and now you're giving up 10 hours of your day, so you're giving up almost half your day. How could you feel like if you gave yourself back the 50 hours, you wouldn't excel? Bro, when I, before I quit my job, before I retired, rather, what I dream to make in a year is now a bad month, not even a year later. Because I'm doing what I was doing all day. Whereas before, I was like, I'm going to check my email at night. I'm going to try to make this phone call. I'm going to, nah, bro, I'm here. I'm killing it. No, um, I got laid off through the COVID. When I got laid off, that was like the best thing in, in the world to me. Yeah. I had so much time. I was going 24 hours without sleep, just working, doing my clothes. Once they laid me off, I got my retirement check. People don't understand. If you put money in that pension and you don't stop working for them, that money coming back. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I made more money the last six months than I made in a whole year working for that company. That's what I'm saying. And and you know why? Because you did something that you love. You don't sell clothes because you think you're going to get money. And that's why people who go to school, this statistic I think it's like 95% of undergraduate students change their major at least one time. I changed my major three times. That's because you're going to school like, yo, I'm going to find the answer. Nah, because you, you don't know better. And most people first generation, their parents don't know better. They're just happy you're doing better than them. So they're like, yo, beating the coward. Like, I, I can't count. But, but they make good money. But I can't count. So, like, once you find what your passion is, and that's why school, they make you do so many different things to expose you. Once you are actually doing what you're meant to do, bro, it's not work. I could talk to you all day. Right now, I'm making money. Right now, we're generating money. Whether it's going to come in six months or a year because yeah. of dedication, we're investing money. My clients will see this. Somebody, like, I love this. We can do this all day. This is not work for me. People have to go, all right, all right. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you were successful. You're not... The only thing that happened to you is you were fortunate enough to be put in a situation where you had to be great. Now, this is the problem, though. And this is something I learned, and this is something we got to understand. Everybody's not built like that. So there's going to be people, like I said, you got to be willing to enable. There's going to be people that's going to watch this. Be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to take my pension. I'm going to go get busy. And they're not going to be able to sleep at night because they're down to their last. They got to sell some jewelry. They got to hustle. They got to get a job doing something that they don't want to make sure that, they, that their businesses, everybody can't sleep. I spent, I spent my last 900 on a, on a pack, on a, a shipment of 300 shirts, 200 hoodies, 
my last 900. Like, I had no money. I had all my equipment. I'm like, I know if I sell these shirts. I'm just 100 shirts. I just need 100 shirts sold. Right. I sold out in like a week. I'm like, yo, if I could do this a week, I just need at least 20 more weeks like this. Right. I'm cool 20 more weeks. Uh, cost of living is cheap. And, and that's another factor. Some people, they want to live outside of means. Oh, like I want to live in a condo, but only bringing in a thousand dollars a month, bro. What's what's up with you? Like, do you not see what how your family grew up? Like, we didn't have it all. So my mom was making that much a month, but she was making it work. I would never go live outside my means just to show somebody else or just try to flex on somebody else. No, I'm not impressing nobody. Let me I'm, ask you a question: Did you ever do that in your life? I brought a three hundred dollar shirt. I only wore it one time. So that that is in the book. So this is another thing that you have to rem- remember, right? Because I'm thirteen years your senior. You're way ahead of me. We're at twenty five. So by the time you know next year could come, you could do a, a thirty million dollar deal. And be like, I'm past this guy. So that's what makes competition fun. I like that. Like I like seeing your energy because I want to compete with you. So, so what happens is what I'm trying to say is, but you had the experience. I had the blow 50 G's and I mean blow. The Rolex is an investment that, that actually costs more than it did when I bought it. The house I flipped so many times, I definitely made my money back. But you know, the car depreciated. I bought a used car, certified pre-owned. So I saved 30,000. So like, I'm still smart with it, but you know, but it was a new Beamer. And, and the, the point I'm trying to make is, I had to be in that whip with the car, with the chains in it to be like, yo, this is not as fly as I thought it was going to be because of the two reasons. So for all y'all getting money and you're about to do something, nobody cares what kind of car you drive. Like, I swear to God, nobody cares what kind of car you drive. And most times you're driving, people can't see. And then you got the maintenance. People, somebody scratch your bumper down on the East Coast. Somebody hits. It becomes more of a headache than what it is. Your warranty expires and you got to pay for stuff. And new cars, everything breaks on so then it's like, yo, I don't even care about this car no more. Like, is because cause really I wasn't like I could afford it, but it was my definition of what afford was at the time. But anyway, and then the other thing that happened the kind of respect that that must be fake. There must be something. There must be, and people start trying to tear you down. So you don't even get the flowers that you thought you were going to get when you got it. But it's a new though. But, but, but you're on the bus. Right. Yeah, but, but did you, but, 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 but this person got this. But like, that's why you broke because you can't somebody else back. So you have to kind of go through those things because experience is the best teacher. So like I said, it's going to be frustrating and be like, bro, you could just do this. Sometimes people need to lose all their money to see if they can rebuild themselves back up. It's like in sports. That's why Floyd is like, he got an asterisk because he never took it out. He never fought nobody in their prime. He was scared he needed to be flawless. He made a lot of money, but to real boxing people, not that he's not nice. I'm not saying, I'm not. Yeah. But there's always that, yo, he didn't beat Cotto in his prime. Yo, he didn't fight Pacquiao in his prime. He didn't fight Canelo in his prime. So you got to just know that Yo, the people that's going to gravitate towards you are going to gravitate towards you. You're doing what you're supposed to do. And for any entrepreneur, that's the message I want you to take from this. It's like, yo, you're doing what you're supposed to do. 
your mom's being like, are you bugging? Yo, that's because look at what your, is your mama entrepreneur? Then she's not going to respect it. She's not going to understand it. Your homeboys that's hustling, they can't see past hustling just now. Create a lane. Be careful with mixing yourself, but create a lane and you'll see who comes. You'll be surprised. I love that's the big. right now. That's big, man, because some people, like their moms be like, oh, like, man, you ain't going to make that. You can't do that. Like, nobody in this family did that. And you saying that and you making it, people be like, oh, like, yeah, my mom, she didn't even finish high school. She telling me I can't do something. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not coming at no moms. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, moms are he- superheroes to me. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all really make it work. But if your kid is going through something like that, man, just motivate them. No matter yeah. what. No matter what, man, just motivate them because it'll go a long way. It'll go a long way, man. My mom, like, from the community center I'm building is named after my mother. My mother's still alive. She's a, she was a teacher. So, look, I became a teacher. My pops was a teacher. I became a teacher. I, I, I was raised reading. I was raised reading books, doing certain things. So, I, it was natural. She had an outlet. Yo, you're not going to be here. I'm sending you away. Like, so, my mom's hates business. She's not about business at all. My mother still uses stamps, bro. Like she still writes checks. I'm like, Ma, like, do you want it? But that's just who she is. So, 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 what I'm trying to say is like, my mom, just my name, Hussein Banu Abdullah. Banu is the is the Egyptian fertility god. It's the god of rebirth. It's god of creation. She is the sun. This the sun bird. That's how she saw me as her son. Hussein means beautiful in Arabic. And she raised me to be a king. What else am I going to be? I'm mad spoiled. Like, I don't know how to act. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you could give your kids that. You could give your kids confidence. You could tell your kids you're allowed to speak your mind. Respectfully or disrespectfully. If you disrespect, disrespect me and I choose to interact with you, it's going to be disrespectful back. You know what I'm saying? Like, that whole thing, yo, don't be just, nah. Energy. You got to meet where you are if you choose to give some of your energy. You could be disrespectful. Like I deal with clients and tenants all the time. I don't deal with tenants. I have a whole front office staff. They're going to hate hearing that. But you guys agree. But like, I choose not to have to deal with that. I'm in a position where I don't have to. Right. That was important to me. I pay, I pay people. I employ people to do the things I am not good at, that I don't know about. And that I don't want to do. I'm pretty smart. I got three degrees. I'm pretty smart. I could read a contract. But why should I try to sift through a contract when I could pay one of my homeboys, pay one of my lawyers who went to school for this to read the contract and then give him money? Now we're both up. No, for real. I sit and do taxes when somebody does taxes all year and they keep me in trouble. So you have to understand that. You got a, a, a leader puts people in a position to be great. And they know their weaknesses and they know their strengths. My strength is my mouth. I could talk all day. I could, like, that's what I do. I'm a salesperson. I could talk. But I mean, I, I'm not the fine tooth comb reading guy. I don't read my own contracts. I make sure somebody reads them, and I go back and make sure what's in there is the right way. Yeah. And then I sign off on it. But I'm not gonna waste my time on that. Get one more. And it's, and it's delegation. 
People got to learn how to delegate. Going to be successful. Or, that's exactly what I was saying. So I haven't, I've never washed my own clothes my whole life. And I don't wash my own clothes. I don't. Like, I don't. Like, I, I, I refuse to. I will not. That, I would not waste my time doing that. I'll pay somebody to do it. I have somebody who will do it for me. I refuse. To me, that's a waste of time. Now, there's nothing wrong with washing clothes. But there is something wrong with washing clothes. I'm going to give you some quick math. And then this is for entrepreneurs. This is how you get on. How long does it take to wash clothes? Like, especially if you got to go to a laundromat. It was like five hours, four hours? Yeah, four hours. Four hours, right? So you got to buy detergent. You got to pay for the machines. So let's say it costs you 20 bucks to wash your clothes. Let's say you make $10 an hour, right? Because you're on your way up. You make $10 an hour. You just lost $40. When you could pay the laundromat, depending on where you live, a few cents a pound, you might spend an extra 10 to $15. But you got your whole Sunday. What are you going to do on that Sunday to make it worth it? That's like paying $15 to be able to go hustle. You got to think like that. Don't be pretty wise and pound food. So like, I don't wash my own clothes. I don't wash my own cars. Like, I have the, the system is a great. He comes and he comes to me and he washes my car. I don't do my own shopping. I don't go grocery. I don't go to grocery stores. I don't do anything that wastes time. So if I give you my time, you know you're important. That's why when people, if I give you advice and you don't follow it, I cut you off. I move on. Right. I don't have time to waste. So that's for them young entrepreneurs. Don't be afraid to pay people to do stuff that you're not good at, that you don't like, or that you don't want to do. It's okay. And if you can't afford all of that now, you'll get there. Who reached out? Did I reach out to you or did somebody reach out to you? Somebody reached out to us. I paid somebody to do social media. I don't want to learn about social media. I, I paid somebody to do that. Raquel, you're great. I paid somebody to do that. I don't answer my own phone. I'll give you my number right now. You call me. You can't get me. I only talk to who I want to talk to, family included. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to make sure that you are the ace. If you believe in yourself like that, you got to put yourself in a position to win. And maximize your time, man. A lot of people don't understand maximizing their time. Like, they they sit and play on the game for three or four hours. Come on, bro. You know what you could do with that? Right. Like, so that, so that, I, those are the gems. Like, I made $300 in four hours. I made somebody half of their rent in three, three to four hours. Come on, like people gotta understand that. With that being said, what the best advice you would give to a young entrepreneur that if they reading your book, they're like, "Oh, I want to buy his book right now." Let's see, like, why would somebody buy your book? I I made my book so that I could be accessible to everybody. Um, just this year, I doubled my consultation fee. Just to speak with me is a thousand dollars. You can go on my website, it's documented. Sometimes I take 10 calls in a day. And that's not including the flips in real estate. That's not including rent money. That's not including other businesses. It's not including book sales. It's not including merch. You can't talk to me. When I started, my goal was to help people get on. But I learned that people aren't ready to get on. But there are some people like that kid. So I made a book. The download is $10 if you want an ebook. So you're going to read this book to help fast forward where you are. If you listen to this interview and you don't want the book, then it's not for you. If you got this far into this interview and you're like, yo, I need that book, then you're going to see why. Like, it's already in the energy. 
Um, but I think you get out of the book is just a reinforcement of what you might already know, or you might get some new game. And it's really just, but I was in a situation just like you. I did this and I'm here. I was in a situation just like you. I did this, I'm here. You don't have to be in a situation because you're reading this book and you're going to be better than me because of it. So that's my way of making some of my information accessible to everybody because people have 10 hours. If you care about something, you got 10 hours. Man, they spending $10 on weed. They been, come on, man. Um, with the last question here, man, what I ask everybody this at the end of our uh, my interviews, uh, what do you want your legacy to be? That's that's for people to determine. I I know, you know, knock on wood, you know, God forbid. If I die today, I can say I die happy. I know my daughter loves me, I know my fiance loves me, I know my family loves me, the people I care about love me. There's communities that we invest in that know the company, that know the work that we do. And I know every day I wake up, I'm doing what I want to do, so I'm happy. So I can say I'm content, you know what I'm saying? But now if you give me another day, I'm going to find more goals. But spiritually, yo, man, I, I live the dream every day. Like, that's one of my slogans. Like, so my legacy is going to be whatever people determine it to be. But as long as I'm here, I'm going to give them more checks. Y'all don't know too many people. And this is where you could tell a, a hater or a sucker from somebody who's about to do something. We have like jokes, like in my circle, like I buy buildings proper every day, like a regular day. Like there's some people, but you know, I can't even get a house. So we got to be humble. We got to remember that. But in our conversations, like I, you know, I like how I was about it. We buy clothes like sneakers. And um, with that being said, all the people that's buying houses, I don't know nobody's building a community center. I don't, I don't know that. And there's people that do it, not the people I know. Yep. So to me, I think that's extremely fly. Like, if people want to floss, whatever, I build a community, my own money. People are like, yo, do it, go find me the community. Nah, my own money, just so I could say, my own money, I did it, and I built it the way I want to do it. And that's the tip of the iceberg, because it's going to be more, and there's more, and there's more, and there's more. Wrote a book. Didn't even want to write a book. Wrote a book. So the legacy is going to be whatever people determine. What I would hope what people would say is like, and I was a good dude. I was a stand-up guy. If I get that, that's all I need. On the behalf of Inspired by True Reds Network, man, we wanted to say thank you for giving us your time, man. We know you're busy. Uh, we just wish you so much more success, man. And you never know, within a year, we might do this. We might run it back and see how far our network has grown, you know, see where you at. And, you know, we, we just make it a thing. You know, I just want to say thank you. And I just, like, thank you, man. I appreciate you, bro. Your time is just as valuable as mine. And I'm going to hold you to that. 